0: most joint practices there was good and bad for the indianapolis colts the bad an injury the good matt ryan shined today alec pierce was really really good michael pittman got a little bit into a fracas and you won't you won't believe who the peacemaker was that ended that fracas pacers their schedule was released And and I want to talk. I want to go back to the Colts for a minute because a lot of people are talking about how dissatisfied they are with Frank Reich. I'm going to give you some options, and you tell me if you like any of those options. All right. This is Inside Indiana Sports now with Ken Sterling, for Wednesday, August 17th, 2022. We're brought to you by the great people at BUSR. You want to get some action? Get action at BUSR, and I'm talking about gaming action. That didn't sound exactly right. However, you'll understand this. I'm going to make this clear. A $1,000 initial bonus will be matched by BUSR, and you're going to get 25 casino chips to play with as well. You can bet on lots of stuff at BUSR. Terrific, fun, all good, prop bets, all kinds of fun. You want to know what the Colts are going to do this season, whether you should take the the, 9.5 over, Nine and a half, it's Optimism Wednesday, so of course you take it over, right? You want to know if you take it under? You know what? We'll talk about that. Smash that subscribe button. Hit the like button. We're looking for, you know what, we're going to shoot low today because of the injury. We can't have people hitting the like button all over the place because uh, Drew Ogletree got injured today. We're going to go 270. How's that? If you're watching, hit the like button. So Drew Ogletree, as I mentioned... Injured, non-contact, knee, Frank Reich said, didn't look too good. He's going to have an MRI tonight or tomorrow, and that's going to determine the course of action for the Colts. If there's a silver lining to this, they got lots of tight ends. You feel really good about all four of the, four of the guys, including Drew Ogletree. Those are Johnny Woods and uh, uh, Kylan Granson and, and Mo Ali Cox. And he wondered how four was going to squeeze into three. Thank you, Frank. I appreciate that. Checking in from Phoenix. Very, very nice. Colts in Glendale, we hope. Absolutely. You enjoyed a Christmas visit last year. And and you really did because the Colts won that game. And it made Kyler Murray look a little bit less than shiny, despite the fact that he's being paid a gazillion dollars. All right. Uh, let's talk about Frank Reich for a minute. All right, so you're dissatisfied with Frank Reich, some of you. Because Frank goes for it on fourth down when it doesn't make a lot of sense to, at least from our perspective, from a football perspective, from an analytics perspective, it might be a strong go. But from our perspective, not so much. The way he calls a game in the fourth quarter kind of plays his cards close to the vest. People don't like that so much. They don't like the fact that the Colts missed the playoffs last year, couldn't muster a decent effort, In Weeks 17 and 18, losing to the Raiders at Lucas Oil Stadium, losing to the Jaguars in Jacksonville. The Jaguars, who are still, despite that win, the owners of the number one pick in the 2022 draft. All right, so you're dissatisfied with Frank Reich. The question then becomes, and people who hire people understand this, who comes next? Who do you hire replacing a guy, firing a guy, is replacing a guy, right? It's a two-step process. You fire Frank Reich, you hire another guy. So who's the other guy? Let's take a look at the 10 brand-new coaches who have replaced existing coaches who were either fired or quit after the 2021 season. All right, Lovie Smith, new coach of the Texans. You want Lovie Smith? No, you don't. Do you? No. We're unanimous. You want Matt Eberflus, who's gone to the Bears? Didn't even want him as a defensive coordinator. We sure as hell don't want him as a head coach. Uh, Doug Peterson with the Jaguars. No. You know what I don't like about Doug Peterson? Doug Peterson, immediately after winning the Super Bowl with the Eagles, all of a sudden he's got a book. Talking about how damn smart he is. He's on the Today Show hawking his book. I don't like that. Hey, look at me, I'm a smart guy. I don't like Hey, look at me, I'm a smart guy, guys. Uh, Brian Dable of the Giants. You want Brian Dable? I don't know. i got to tell you the truth. I wouldn't know Brian Dable if you walked past my house. Uh, how about Kevin O'Connell, the new coach of the Vikings? I doubt that you're, you would rather have him than Frank Reich, not knowing a hell of a lot about it. Uh, Mike McDaniel, the new coach with the Miami Dolphins. No. You don't want him instead of Frank Reich. How about Nathaniel Hackett with Denver? Mm -hmm, That's a little bit different. Thank you, Michael Sullivan. I appreciate that. I didn't even ask for donations today. and Donations are piling in like we're the Jerry Lewis telethon back in the day. This is wonderful. Let's go to the tote board. Um, Dennis Allen with the Saints? Not bad. I'm not saying he's not qualified. I'm not saying Brian Dable isn't qualified. What I'm saying is would you rather have him than Frank Reich? knowing that Frank Reich twice during his four-year tenure has taken the Colts to the playoffs. Here's something to know about Brian Dable. He took the job in New York to be the head coach of the Giants. What does that tell you about him? He might be able to prepare a football team, but can he be a, a captain of his own career's ship? Not if he's taking the job with the New York Giants. How about Josh McDaniels? Hell to the no! Are you kidding me? Not hiring Josh, and not because he spurned the Colts and Chris Ballard. That would have been, my God. Sometimes you're saved from yourself when you make decisions in life, and Chris Ballard was saved from himself when Josh McDaniels decided to stay in New England. And then you've got Todd Bowles, the head coach of the Buccaneers. Hmm... Todd Bowles I'd take over Frank Reich. But he's the one. There are a few other guys where that's fitty-fitty. And there are a bunch of guys where I say, no, no, no. Todd Bowles I'd take. So think about it in that two-pronged way, all right? Who are you going to get to replace that guy? It's not enough to fire a guy. You get angry. You're a manager. You get angry. You're like, Get out. This is your last day. Oops. jeez. Who do I get to replace him? Right, that's how it works. You gotta have the replacement who is an automatic upgrade in order to fire a coach or anybody in management. Frank Reich's not too bad. Be be careful what you wish for, Colts fans. I know he can be annoying. I know he's you know he's kind of smarmy when he deals with the media. We see him and we think, well, what's he, you know, what? What are we doing? Um, Alec Pierce was good today. A circus catch in the end zone on a Matt Ryan pass. Another terrific catch. Alec Pierce was good. He got releases off the line. Nice. Matt Ryan today, according to the great George Bremer and his Twitter feed, who you got to follow because George is, is charting all plays, and the media relies on, George, you charting today? Oh, okay. Then nobody else has to, because he's great about sharing it. 10 of 11 today with three TDs, including that touchdown pass to Alec Pierce. Again, the the smudge on an otherwise good day. Drew Ogletree, non-contact knee injury. It didn't look good, according to Frank Reich. And Michael Pittman voted the most likely to punch a lion this week. Got scrappy with some lion DBs. Quentin Nelson stepped in, broke up the fight. When Quentin Nelson steps in between a wide receiver and a defensive back, people put their hands down. They decide they're not going to fight. That's the way it works. Nobody needs Michael Pittman eating a punch, breaking teeth, breaking an an orbital bone, any of that crap. Stop it. Get control of yourself. All right. Uh, Colts, Lions, Saturday, 1 o'clock at Lucas Oil Stadium. The starters aren't going to play. So if you've got some kids who won't know the difference, take them to the game. Beautiful. If you want to see the starters play, go out to practices where you don't have to pay to see them. How does this make sense to anybody? I've been talking about it for days. I just don't get it. Like, what the hell is the difference? Why? Why? Hold them out in a game, but have them practice. What are you, what are you gaining there? Just fan disharmony, right? Right. Hey, everybody's in. We get to look at the Colts starters in street clothes. What? All right. Uh, Colts roster, by the way, at 86 after the four cuts yesterday. Now, what do you have with Drew Ogletree maybe being down, depending on the results of the MRI, could get to 85. The next cut, got to get to 80 by Tuesday. And then you got to get to 53 on August 30th. And after that waiver period ends, the people who haven't been claimed can be signed to the practice squad. That's the way it works. <clears throat> so that's the thing. Ursay was passing out autographed $100 bills to fans today. You know, it sounds like John D. Rockefeller throwing dimes off the Rockefeller Center back in the day. Here's some dimes. Go, go have Or Or uh, Donna Michi in Cocoon. Have fun! Throwing, uh, throwing hundreds. It closed out his bank account because he's going into space. He's going with Brian Dennehy and Tawny Welch into space with Wilford Bremley and Maureen Stapleton, Jessica Tandy, Hume Cronin, for the love of God, Gwen Verdon. Have fun! I guess. All right. You know, would I take one? Yeah, I'd take one. Do I enter the silly contests hoping to win five grand or, you know, something? Yeah, I do. What are you going to do? Yeah, nobody expects the cocoon reference. The cocoon reference can come out of left field at any moment. Film references, they, they pop without warning. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to go down another road. I could go down Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Or, or just Monty Python. No one expects the Spanish Inquisition. All right, Pacers schedule released today. Preseason opener October fifth at Charlotte. Regular season, you got a three-game homestand to open the season. Wizards, spur, Spurs, Pistons. Only fourteen back-to-backs, which I guess is good. And the Lakers come to town on Groundhog Day. Hopefully, LeBron James plays. He, he tends to sit those games out. He load manages when he comes to the to Indiana, I guess. Whatever. I hate load management, and I hate the schedule. Not the Pacers' schedule, but the NBA's schedule of 82 games. There's no reason to play 82 games. Nobody plays, actually, 82 games, or very few guys do. Play 60 and, and get a little bit surly with people if they load manage with the 60-game season. Uh, LeBron James agreed to a two-year, $97.1 million extension to stay with the Lakers, going to be 38 on December 30th, 30.3 points per game last year, 8.2 rebounds, 6.2 assists. He's got a player option at the end of the deal, in the the third year of the deal, and I don't know if that's going to time correctly for him to try to play with Bronny or, or what, and frankly, I don't care. What does that mean? Anyway, to recap a little bit, because I know some people have joined us late, Andrew Ogletree with a non-contact knee injury, he is going to have an MRI tonight or tomorrow, and we'll get the results as soon as the Colts share it. We'll get the results. But Frank Reich said it didn't look good. That not good, six-round draft pick, uh, Drew Ogletree, started his college career as a wide receiver, then switched to tight end and uh, really looked good in practice so far in camp. That's what happens you know what, this is football, and bad stuff happens. You've got big, giant bodies doing athletic things, and sometimes ligaments just can't take it, and they tear, and it's miserable, and it's awful, and we feel bad for those who have that happen to them. But it's inevitable, and and you just hope it's not to any of your key personnel. In this case, it wasn't. Drew Ogletree projected toward playing, but not playing a gob. You've got Moali Cox, Kylan Granson and Woods, and so there you go. But that's the news out of Colts camp today. Matt Ryan again, very good. 10 of 11 throwing the football for three touchdowns. Nice day against the Detroit Lions, and of course you should have a nice day against the Lions. You're playing against, you know, Michael Brockers and a bunch of guys. Uh, Aiden Hutchinson. So, at any rate, Colts fans are hilarious. They act snooty because they had great years with Peyton, and they had Andrew Luck, LOL, stop it. What does that mean? Snutty. We enjoyed uh, about 15 years of really good football. Is that bad? What are we supposed to do? Not enjoy it? Not feel good that the Colts were one of the better teams in the NFL for 15 years? I feel good about it. I enjoyed it. From 2 to 14, the Colts missed the playoffs once. And they had... Seven consecutive seasons where they won 12 or more games. They went to two Super Bowls. They made a mistake allowing Peyton Manning to go. They shouldn't have done it. They should have kept Manning and traded the one overall pick and gotten a whole bunch of stuff that really would have kind of restocked that roster. They didn't do it. That's the way it goes. Uh, Tomorrow morning, breakfast with Kent. I cannot wait to talk to you then. That's just the way it works. All right. Uh, Have a great night, and tomorrow get out there to Colts camp and let's have some fun. Let's not get anybody else hurt, though.